0: JP Brown. Welcome to Fathers and Family Court. I am your host, JP Brown. Welcome to episode six. This is a very special episode to me. I have a very special guest to me. Um I, I said, I've been wanting to get a podcast, getting right into other people's stories. I was just tired of dragging on my story, always talking about my story. Obviously, it's important, but what's important to me is to show now that other people have stories From everywhere else around the country. And around the globe as well. And they're going through it. So my point in this now is. To try to get folks. To see other people's stories. And see that. Other people are going through it. So the only way I can really get other people to see it. And the best way I believe to get them to see it. Is to find other people going through it. Communicate with them. Talk to them. Ask them their stories. So. Today's guest uh, has a story that I've been wanting to hear myself. We're going to hear this story together, for the first time together. There's nothing he's getting ready to say that I've heard. I, I got some of the gist of it, but I, I have not heard any of his story. So, I'm extremely excited to hear it. I don't want to waste too much time with this intro here. I just want to get him right on the horn, get him going. I'm super, super excited. Without any further ado, Jay. All right, so uh, today is a like I was saying, a very special day to me. Um, episode six is featuring uh, not only a, a, a friend and a teammate, but a real life hero. Um, people, people, uh, I know, I know there, there's heroes that are here working, but we always forget about the people that are overseas, actually fighting in in fucking real fights that we don't know anything about anything about, and they're in real fucking fights, and then they come home, and then we just walk right past them, and don't treat them like they didn't do anything, so this is a real hero, man, Um Jake, how you doing today, Jake? Oh, bro, I, I appreciate
1: that little JP, thank
0: you. Oh man, it's family, you already know, man, how everything been good for you?
1: Everything has been... It's been how
0: it's been. I'll just put it that way. You know? so <laughs> it's
2: bad. It's happy.
1: It's sad. You know. Um, we ride this roller coaster daily, and uh, you know that's how it's been for me. But you know, I'm here. I got another opportunity to make the best of it.
2: So we're
0: so good. so really quick. Um, you left immediately. Um, you I, I I my memory is great, and I remember how enthused you were to go. And be a part of, and go fight for, and go do exactly what it is you you did. Um, and I remember just the energy you had towards it, and I remember being like how positive it was that you wanted to do that, and you did it. And like so, could, what so what year was it? And like, could you just give us a quick summary of like some of the things you've seen? So like, I know I said what I said, but like, w- could you just give us a summary of some of the things real quick you've seen yeah, before we? I mean-
1: Obviously, I mean, you know, I was, yeah, I, I, I was very, uh, you know, my whole time in high school, um, you know, that was my only goal was, uh, was getting to the Marine Corps, you know, however, however I had to do it, that was all I wanted to do. And, um, yeah, in 2007, I, uh, so we had just graduated, I left out of Sterling and, um, that July after we graduated on my 18th birthday, I was at Paris Island, um, you know, and, uh, Went through boot camp there, 13 weeks. Um, while I was there, I was chosen, I was uh, one of two of about maybe 250 recruits that was chosen as a uh, candidate for presidential guard duty. Um, Damn. So, yeah, so I, I, I went through that little screening process during my time in boot camp, and after that, I was selected, two of us were selected out of the 200 that were were put into that candidate pool. Mm -hmm. And um, from there, I lived in Washington, D.C. for a year, Um, did a whole whole year of of specialized training for this particular job, and then waited for a a top-secret security clearance, finally got that. And then right after Obama was elected for his first term was when I went to Camp David. Um, And I spent two years up there at Camp David during Obama's first term. Uh, you know worked alongside the secret service and um, uh, For 14 presidential visits up there. I mean we met with all I mean we We secured the whole place for you know dignitaries and foreign leaders and cabinet members and The president himself the first family all that um, and then in 2010 I Finally had cut orders to go to 3rd battalion 4th Marines out in California and uh-huh. um, and they were just they were next in rotation to go to Afghanistan, and uh, so myself and four other guys from Camp David came. Uh, orders on the book, we all went to California. Um, jumped right into a workup, which is a, a, a training evolution that lasts anywhere from like six to eight months, um, and it's a it's a very detailed training evolution that goes all the way from you start at the individual level and you work all the way up to the battalion level. Uh, working attacks and coordinating, you know, missions and all that stuff, learning how to do everything, so I jumped right into that, and then in April of 2011, I headed out to Coman Province, Afghanistan, um, and we fought in the Upper Drush Valley for, for seven months, a little over seven months, um,
0: real fighting, <laughs> real fucking <Bro>. fighting,
1: <laughs> yeah, Real huh. fighting, man. Um,
0: Gunshots, bombs, and shit. Huh? Everything, huh? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, it was man. crazy. So, like, like when I when I showed up to the unit, you know, I was coming from what they call security forces, right? Like, I was contract infantry to go infantry, um, but being picked for that presidential stuff sends you onto a different a different path. So, when all my infantry buddies from boot camp and infantry school, when they went off to their units, they all went to Iraq you know, they got in two deployments or so before I even got to Afghanistan. So
2: um,
1: when I got to my unit, I was put in charge of a squad of uh, 15 Marines, and I was the only one, well, myself, and then a couple guys that had just graduated boot camp, but I was, like, one of the senior guys that had no combat experience. Right. Um, Compared to all my guys in my squad who already had combat experience. Some of them even had Purple Hearts and all that other stuff. So it it was weird going into that position. And then when we got into Afghanistan, however, you know, why ever the cards lined up this way, who knows, but my squad was the first squad. We had a lot of firsts. We were the first squad to get ambushed. We were the first squad to take a casualty, and we were the first squad to step on an IED as well. Um, So I had a lot of first experiences very early on in that deployment. Um, And then, I mean, after the first three weeks, it was, it was just, uh, you know, it was like some, some, you know, it was just, a, it was a party for the next seven months. Bro, uh, the fighting
0: You survived all of those, intense. bro? You were fucking survived all three of those, bro? You seen, like, that's I mean, fucking yeah, crazy yeah, as fuck, I mean, bro. That's, and that's fucking just, crazy, those bro. Are
2: three, <laughs> those
0: are just three, those three little
2: examples. Yeah. I can, this was
1: like everyday occurrence, you know, so, um, it was a super hot deployment. Uh, you know, and really kind of set me up, you know, for everything else after that, changed my, changed a lot of my beliefs and perspectives and, you know, from politics to religion to life purpose, everything. So it was a very uh, meaningful and very um, heavy experience that I I definitely wouldn't trade
0: for nothing. Right. So, so, so now, so break me off, if you could, into now, parenthood. So yeah. now we know you're a hero, right? And we know you're a hero. And when I asked uh-huh. me, we started this off, I say, man, how you doing? He said, man, I'll put it as okay. And now I, without even us talking about it, can feel like why you just said that. You know what I mean? Cause I, I know why. Yeah. Without us even talking about it. But it's like let's get to uh let's really hit to how how three Instances that could just kill a human being can just be, man. them am just three instances, and I get that energy too. But it's just like, two. That's not why you just okay. You know what I mean? That ain't what's doing it for you. And maybe, you know what I mean. It may be part of it too, though. You know what I mean? But like, damn. So let's get into this parenthood, man. Ha ha ha. What what got you there? How do we get? How'd you?
1: Well, so, you know, I met I met my daughter's mom while I was in the Marine Corps. She was a Marine as well. Um, you know, so that that's how that started. I met her while I was going through a uh, – uh, I was a martial arts instructor for the Marine Corps martial arts program. Um, and she was actually, you know, she was part of that as well. And she was my instructor um, during my course. So that's how we originally met. Now,
2: okay.
1: when we first met, you know, like there was nothing – we didn't like just, you know, meet and just kick it off, you know, like we met and we actually didn't get together until about three years later, right. uh, okay. when I came home from Afghanistan.
2: Uh-huh. So, uh,
1: you know, we just, we, we met up one weekend, you know, I was coming home from Afghanistan. She had just gotten out of the Marine Corps and she went back home to California,
2: yeah. which is where I
1: was stationed. And, uh, you know, we hit each other up on Facebook, said, what's up? Hey, I'm in town. Um. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then that just kind of developed, you know, right, developed, right, developed, right. developed, uh, you know, fast forward a couple of years, we were, we lived together and we moved to Florida um, so she could pursue her career and I was going to go to school. She wanted to go to college too. And um, yeah, you know, little surprise, we, we ended up you know, conceiving a beautiful little baby girl. Um, it beautiful wasn't, uh, wasn't baby. plan.
0: Looks just um, like you too, man. <laughs>
1: So, she is just, the, she is the sweetest little thing ever.
0: Yeah, ever. man.
1: Um, but, you know, at that point in my life, man, like, I was, at, I was, you know, when, I don't know, you know, how many people pay attention or know about it, but, you know, we, we talk as veterans, we always talk about the transition, right? Leaving the military and coming back into just regular, regular life, you know? Uh-huh. Um, you, no one, No one teaches you how to deal with that. No one teaches you how to. How to how to make that transition? They kind of just give you a slap on the ass. Say good game, you know. Have yep. fun and enjoy your GI Bill, and, and that's it, you know. So, but being so young, I mean, I got out when I was what twenty two. I went in at, at eighteen, and, and I got out at twenty two, twenty three. Um, so I was still, you know, I mean, for all for what it's worth, I mean, with regard to this this life, like outside of the military, I was still a kid. Right, You know,
0: yeah, like yeah, I yeah. was
1: into the military as a boy and, and grew up in the Marine Corps. Like the Marine Corps is what, that's, that's where I grew up, you know? So I didn't know anything else outside of that. Mm-hmm. And it's something that you, you don't really understand that until you go through it. And then it all kind of makes sense later on after you, you've gone, you've gone over that, you know? So when I was, when we found out that we were having a, a kid, I was probably at the lowest, Point in my transition period. You know, I had no sense of purpose anymore. I went from being Sergeant Milkovich, who was in charge of you know fifteen plus guys, who was tasked with you know missions where where people's lives were were in my hands and my Mm -hmm. decisions, and you know I had all this responsibility at such a young age, Um, and and it all literally overnight kind of goes away, you know, and mm-hmm. you don't really know how to, you don't really know how to deal with it. Channel
0: that, that energy, for, yeah.
1: Yeah, you just, you don't know where to put it. You don't know how it, how does it fit in this world? All I know how to be is Sergeant Milkovich. How am I, how do I go back to being Jake, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, so it was, it was super, super difficult. And, and, you know, like I, I tell Paige all the time, my daughter, you know, she was, she, She's my angel. You know, she was looking out for me because she came at the perfect time. Um, you know, she she came and she gave me that purpose again. And she lit that fire back inside of me, you know, that, uh, <clears throat> you know, I, I was able, I, I had something to protect again
0: Oh, Yo, yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. I had
1: something, I had something to stand in front of and, and, yeah. you know, I got the,
0: Dig my feet in and say, you know, you don't, you don't get the fuck with this. Yeah, yeah, dog. You I'm know? an
2: offensive
0: lineman. Girl. Hey, I'm an uh, offensive exactly. lineman, man. You already know. I was watching that film. Yeah. Like, hey, every time this motherfucker Mark got smacked, I'm over there. I'm like, bro. I'm pushing Lux out the way, like, move. I had to look at the film. I'm like, damn, it touched my heart. I'm like, bro, I don't even, I, Lux grew up with this man. I'm over here, bro, acting like I grew up with and went to Carlton with y'all or something. I ain't go to school over, And I, uh-huh. I but it was beautiful. It was like, I, I watching it, I was like, hell yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's but right. that's what I'm talking about, though, exactly what you're saying. You know what I mean? That fucking, yeah. But, yeah, go on. I'm sorry. I just, I just I'm no. sorry, yeah.
1: No, you're good, you're good. Uh, yeah, it, just, it brought that purpose back in my life, you know, uh-huh. and I, it just, I mean, it, it was an instant, instant change. Um, you know, I still went through, I still had some stuff that I had to, I had to grow through and, and you know, um, process and a, a lot of things. But at the end of the day, like, I had this rock now that was, that was holding me to the ground. You know, I wasn't just floating off on my own. Not knowing how to get back, and and you know swimming around trying to figure out where the hell I'm going, which way's up, which way's down, left and right. Mm-hmm. I had no idea. But now I had like it's like my compass straightened out. Right. It stops. And I was like, all right, bet. This is you know I I I have something that I have I can't fail I can't give up I can't quit I can't die. Nothing. I gotta, I gotta keep going.
2: Yeah. You know? So
1: that brought me to parenthood, you know, which uh. I I tell everybody,
0: I mean, you know, too, bro, it's the best job in the world. Oh, yeah. Sense of purpose, man. What? I'm talking about a day when my kid's here, bro. I wake up. (laughs) Man, I could get all my tasks done, everything done, and still parent. And it just the day is entirely different. I wake up to an empty house, you know what I'm saying? But that's what this podcast is about, because it's like when it's the empty house, when it's the days where, you know what I mean? Yeah. The good part, yeah. the good part. You know what I'm saying? What I like, and well, well, well no, no, I do. I, I want to hear this though. So you went. So you went from. So you went from. You went from. You know what I mean? Getting to be a dad. So how? So obviously, you guys. There was a rift there. You know what I'm saying? How? 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 did yeah. how, you start losing time with the baby? And then how did that feel, bro? Like how? Like how? So, you know, I guess it was a progressive thing.
1: Um, you know, there was a big. There was a big uh, gap in communication between her mom and I, um, uh, and and I'm I'm not here to badmouth anybody, you know. Right. I just, but, but I, I, you know, the way that the dynamic of the relationship started to deteriorate um, when she she began to travel quite often. Right. Uh, she was traveling. All the time, like you know, at one point we had a gym in the cafe, Military Muscle Gym and Fifty Cal Cafe, and we ran that with a couple of our friends, uh, and it was it was a very inspired gym training facility. It was fucking awesome, dude. It was so sick. Uh, I mean, it was a, it was a one of a kind training facility. You know, right. we we were we started with a kettlebell, a fake ten by ten piece of piece of turf. A rowing machine and a few weight plates. Bro, and we and we grew it to over a hundred members within a year and a
2: little over a year and a half. Like,
0: I can so, kind of remember uh, seeing it, like you posting shit about it on the on yeah, the, bro, on social it was media. So fucking sick! It was so sick. We had
1: the Navy recruits in there, the Army recruits in there, the Marine Corps recruits. We had Broward Sheriff's Office SWAT team coming in as a team to train with us. We had we were going to the Coast Guard drug interdiction team at their base down in uh in fort lauderdale and and training them on the weekends like it was epic bro it was so sick anyway that's
0: crazy uh, man yeah that's crazy you know we
1: we were uh we were doing all that and then when that kind of some things happened internally and it kind of fell apart Mm -hmm. um within our our team and and where we were actually operating out of uh and it just we had no choice but to kind of let it go and at that point She started to travel a lot, you know, she was she was wanting to be a consultant and she wanted to do this business communication stuff. And, you know, she had her own she had her own goals and all that stuff, you know, which was amazing. I I was always super supportive of it. I was always um, I was always willing to put myself on the back burner um, and take care of our daughter when she had to go get stuff done, whether it was a meeting or some kind of an interview or, uh, you know, whatever it was. Um, yeah. A trip, uh, yeah, whatever, an event, networking. I was always like, you know, you go do it, I'll be here, you know, and I'll just, I'll, I'll do my part. Like I'm not gonna, I was, I wasn't looking to be that guy who's like, I'm the one that's gonna go out and, and do this, this, and that, and you're gonna stay, stay
0: home with here. Kids. Like, yeah, I wasn't yeah, about fuck that, it. yeah, fuck that. You, you know? got some I was, shit to do, leave her here. I ain't babysitting. Yeah. I'm doing my thing, bro. Yeah, to, yeah, know? yeah. Um.
1: So that, that kind of just became like life, you know, like it was it was me and Paige pretty much all the time, um, and mom was out traveling doing her thing, which was, you know, look, at, at the time, it was, that's just the way it was, and even my mom used to ask, like, Jake, don't you like, you know, um, don't you want to go do stuff, or don't you want to, you know, don't you have, you have stuff, that, you know, and I would always say, mom, I'll do it later, You're do right. it later. you know, like let right. her do her thing we got plans, she's got plans, like, well, let's get it done, um, I was just about being a part of the team, and, and holding up my, my end,
0: in, in that regard, so. Yeah, just being a father, you know, so bro, bro selfless, selfless yeah. father, bro, there ain't nothing, man, yeah, go and ahead, that, yeah, that's and, crazy. And that,
1: So that, that went on for a while, and, uh, you know, it did get to a point where I was, I was putting more energy into, into, ensuring that everyone around me was happy, um, and I wasn't putting that energy into myself, right? Like, I, I fell back in my training. Right. I stopped running. I hadn't gone to jiu-jitsu in four or five months, you know? Like, my head was... was uh, I was stressing out. I was feeling anxious. Um, and I didn't realize it at the time how unhealthy that was for me. Um, it wasn't until looking back later on. But, you know, it, it, I, think, I think her, in her own respect, too, was going through stuff. Now... It's neither here nor there. It doesn't really matter. But when it started to deteriorate, um, you know, it started getting distant, you know. And then there was, there were, you know, a couple things here and there that were kind of suspicious. That you know, I maybe should have said something at the time, but I didn't, and I let it slide because I, I tend to trust people. Like, I, I, One of my flaws is I, I, um, I'm. it's very easy for me to trust people, you know, until you fuck it up, and then it's hard to get it back, but I always I always give it some people the benefit, benefit of the, the doubt, like, yeah, never,
0: nothing like, wrong with that, the, nothing wrong with that, man, nothing wrong with that, that's a guy in your heart, bro, and nothing wrong with someone,
1: that, someone that you're with, you know, like, it's just, I have trust, if I love you, I trust you, you know, because yeah. um, if I didn't, I wouldn't love you, so that, that was there, and I looked past some things that maybe I shouldn't, now, um, there came a point where she had gone to a couple events, uh, three events to be exact, and they were like back to back to back. It was like three weeks in a row. Right. Um. And after one of them, one of them was in Las Vegas, which uh, and it was at this uh, this event called Shot Show, which is a huge like veteran gun community networking business event where, like, all these companies, were, you know, they, they kind of show off their new products for the year, new guns and all this stuff. And it's a huge event in the, in the gun world. Right. So she got invited to go out there with some other girls to represent this company and, you know, of course, go out and do it. I'll stay home for three weeks. Do your thing. You know, like, I got, I got Paige. to take care of it.
0: Mm-hmm. Um.
1: She came back from, from, one of those trips and was just very... Uh, she came back from that Vegas trip and was super, super distant, super cold. And I, I just... I, You know, it didn't feel right. It was like there's something weird here, you know? And, um, you know, I, I. long story short, her phone goes off one night. She's passed out. I look over and I read the text message on the screen. And I go, what the fuck is this, you know? Right. And uh, slide it on open and sure enough, you know, there's these... Super sweet lovey-dovey text messages between her and another uh, another Marine, actually a uh, Instagram I wouldn't call it Instagram model slash actor slash uh, face in the veteran community. Right.
0: Um, and, Say, and, and I'm going and, back and, forth. and you over there laying next to her, a stone cold killer, fucking stepping on bombs, losing men. What the fuck? Man, hey, yeah, I'ma bro. say it. Hey, you say it, you hey I'ma say it. That's hey, fuck that. Wow, I know what you mean, bro. No, go ahead. I'm yeah, sorry. I'm no. just I'm just I'm 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 color commentating a little nice, bit, man. Nice, just I'm just being <laughs> me. Like if we was here. Uh, if you was here with me, man, I would have had grabbed you on the shoulder and shook your shoulder while I looked at you while I said that. Uh, I I man, you already I know we gon' we gonna make it happen, bro. Because you know who. Yeah, we will. I'm gonna be up there in December, bro. So we'll we'll get together. Hey, a- sure. we gotta find somewhere to roll. There's nobody in the world I would love to get beat up by more than you, man. I promise, <laughs> man. Today, I'll give you a good run for your money, though. It's just I don't remember no I know moves. You will. I, I don't. Know I don't you remember will. no moves, bro. But if by by, like, yeah, right. I want you once you're there. Yeah, you're there, yeah. There, I, I ain't right. finna. I ain't finna let you just get funky on me now, though. Hold on. I, you know, I got. I got a little. <laughs> I got good balance and shit. You know, I like it. You know. Yeah, but yeah, let's do but yeah man. But, like but yeah. But back to back to the back, back to the shit, though. So so you find your shit. You find the shit. These text messages, you know. I. uh... I, I wake her up
1: at that time, and I'm like, yo, what, what is up with this, you know? Um, oh, that's nothing. Uh, don't worry about it. Heart,
0: you know, your heart was I'm beating like, like a motherfucker.
1: Oh, yeah, crazy. My head was going all over the place. I'm like, what the fuck? You got to be kidding me. Because I'm I'm, a, I'm I'm super loyal, bro. That's one thing that I, I pat myself on the
0: back No, nah, I know like, what I you mean. I don't
1: play fucking games. I'm a straight yeah. shooter. I tell you what it's like, how it is, what I think, and that's it. I don't fuck around with you. You know, if it comes out my mouth, that's what I mean.
2: Mm -hmm. So,
1: um, I don't, I don't fuck around like that. And for the seven years that we were together, I never fucked around like that. And we were super, I was super, super loyal. Um, and, uh, so yeah, anyways, you know, that whole thing happened. Now this, the week after that, or the, the next Monday, so that was like on like a Friday or something, that Monday I'm getting ready to drive up to North Carolina to do a, uh, uh, my, my brother-in-law owns his own production company and he's shooting a commercial for this big H, HVAC company up in North Carolina. So he, he invited me up to come get some experience on a real set and all this stuff. And, uh, you know, and, and do that. So I was like, that I'll do it. I'll go work for a week up there. Right. Um, and, you know, before I left, the energy between us was kind of like, you know, Hey, we need a break, you know, and it was kind of, it was kind of put forth by her, um, you know, but it was made out to be like, like I had fucked up, and
0: that's the reason. Oh why. Yeah. You know, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, and, and then of I'm, yeah, I'm oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I ain't so never I met. P, a... I got PTSD. What? I got yeah, I got man, what? You don't know chicks... Oh my goodness, I tell you, you. Oh, it's those football injuries. Oh no, that don't got <laughs> shit to do with me being smart enough to catch you on some bullshit, motherfucker. Uh-huh. So
1: we, we go through that whole thing, and I, I spend the whole week, you know, like, you know, pouring my heart out. You know, we have a family, and, you know, I'm not giving up, and I'm, I'm not going to quit. Like, you know, yeah. this, is, this is our family. We got to keep it together for Paige. You know, like, we can work this out, blah, blah, blah. Fast forward to, to Sunday. The next Sunday, I'm driving home. And I'm super pumped. Like I'm all excited. I, I know exactly what I'm gonna say when I get home. And you know, I've had the whole week to think. She had the whole week to think. We're gonna have a great conversation. Paige is gonna be there. I pull up at the crib. No one's there. And I'm like, oh, it's like nine o'clock at night. I'm like, what the hell? Like Paige's bedtime's like eight eight o'clock, eight thirty. Right. And this time she was like, she's four years old. I'm like, okay, what the hell? So I call. I call her. Hey, you know, what's up? Where you at? She says, I'm with. I'm going to leave his name out, but she says the guy's name from the text message. Right. And I said, I said, what? And she said, yeah, we're in the car coming home. Um, we'll be there in a minute. And I'm, I hang up the phone and I'm shaking now. I'm like, no fucking way. Like, what the
0: fuck? God has been letting me try out all my new moves right here at my crib in front of my kids. Ain't that something? So here
1: comes, here comes lesson number one in this whole, this whole experience of mine, right? The first lesson that I, that I had to, I had to figure out on the fly. And um, so they pull up, I go around to the car, Paige jumps out, daddy, you know, her and this guy get out of the car and, and he tries to shake my hand and I just walk on by him, grab my kid and. As I walk up to the door, he opens the door for me, and he says, welcome, you can come in. And I look at him, I said, thanks, this is my house. You know, like, what the fuck, you're welcoming me into my own home. Like, what, this is crazy.
0: So now, I'm standing in my living room, and... In your fucking living room!
1: Yeah, she's standing there, he's standing there, I'm standing there, and he's got his arms crossed. And he's looking at me, and I said, alright, well, now that we're all here, let's just chat. And he said, what do you want to chat about? I said, I said... I saw the text messages. He said, "Yeah." And I said, "So you don't you don't see an issue with this? You don't see an issue with coming into another man's home, being with his his fiancee, with his kid around?" But he said, "I didn't even know about you." So we need to know about me, right? And you know, here I am in my head saying, "How how would you not know about? Me? What are you talking about? There's pictures on in the house and stuff like that." You know, like you didn't there, this never crossed your mind. Um, so as I started kind of questioning him, he started getting a little upset, and he, like, he changes his whole posture, you know, he takes like a, he, he, you know, he takes a whole fighting stance, and he said, uh, he said, I'm a, I'm a 47-year-old man, and you're not going to talk down to me like this, and I said, I ain't talking down to nobody, and he was like, uh, if you want, we can we can get it on right now, <laughs> I was like, my kid, I said, my kid's standing right behind me, I'm not fighting you, I said, get out of my house,
0: Right.
1: and he walked out, and he said, maybe you and you and, you and her should talk. And I was like, yeah, maybe we should, thanks. And I looked at her, and I was like, are you insane? Like, I can't, I was just at a loss for words. I, I, I can't even believe that this is even happening. Like, this is the reality that I'm going through right,
0: right now. Right, bro, you made me almost just catch an assault charge with over his old motherfucker away. I'm I ain't gonna give right? a fuck about nothing then, I got to and say, and man.
2: And then this girl
1: picks up my daughter, gives her a kiss, and says, I'll see you later, and she left this guy and went to Miami for, like, five days, so long story short, I, uh, that was, that was the moment that I left the house, I grabbed Paige, I packed her stuff, and I drove across the state to my dad's house, because I was like, yo, if this guy comes back again, right, like, he already is down to get violent in front of my kid, if he comes back again, then it's absolutely on, that, you know what I mean, like, it, that, that means that it's, it will progress to that next level, which I didn't want to happen, obviously. Especially with my kids there, yeah. So I, we left the house. I wrote a note. I left it on the table for her, and I, and, you know, told her where I'm going with Paige, and I we left. Left
0: for five days. She was with this guy for so, five days. So, dude. Answer, so, dude. I don't. Ahead. I don't want a little spot in the story, but I just want. I just want to reiterate for the listeners because this is a father's rights podcast, and so many times we hear. It. <laughs> so, the mother of the, your children kissed your baby on her cheek, right? Goodbye. And left, like, left. I imagine she didn't say where she was going and how she was going that many days at, when she left. She probably just turned the fuck around and walked the fuck on. And yeah. left baby page, right? The world, yeah. right? Now, can I ask a quick question? While my mans was, you know, about to get ready to get choked out and shit. Uh... Cause your your fighter, I don't know what dog knows or any or any of that. I just know that your fight or flight would have kicked in, man, and and your dad would have uh-huh. been there right there in your heart, in your soul, in your uncles, and everybody would have been there in your toes and on your hands and in your fucking goosebumps and everything, bro. So you would have been super good. But like, what, what 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 was what was the cause of all this doing while that was going on? Was she just sitting there quietly or what? Just curious. Yeah, bro. She was
1: she was just standing off to my left. Um, she was holding Paige and just just listening to it, you know, like not not saying, "Hey," you know, like there was no interject. That that was another crazy thing, you know. Th- I was like, I had said to her later on, I was like, "You were really gonna let that go down in our kitchen right in front of Paige? You weren't gonna say nothing, you know?" And I was like, "Well, good," you know, "good thing I had the self control, you know, to not
0: to not uh, just redline and see black and, and do whatever, you know, right. whatever happened to." Me bro because that would have been like that bro oh, you, you oh know. my god bro that would have been your entire case right there bro down the shitter right there i
1: know i know and and, it, and it's not like he was no he wasn't no chump you know what i mean like this dude if, if if me and him would have clashed on a level like that like i'm telling you somebody would have been seriously seriously hurt um you know this guy was he was an early iraq vet special forces you know um you know
0: definitely someone that on that on that level I would respect uh, you know but not on not on any other level uh, right yeah, you're not going, trying to but yeah but, but still man i don't i don't, I don't I, it doesn't even matter who the opposition is man it could be tyson over there, you know what I mean yeah, we just talking about fucking fight or flight, we talking yeah, about fucking we talking about self defense we talking about shit my kid is right here, and even still what in yeah. the entire fuck you know what I mean i yeah. Shit, I'm just yeah. come I'm just coming home. You and Miles, uh-huh. you know what I mean? Exactly. Oh,
1: what? exactly. So I found out found out that he had stayed there for the two nights prior to that. Okay. Which, you know, for those two nights I was texting texting her back and forth, you know, and here she is acting, you know. So it just it, it was just it was obviously super shady. So, he says so. a lot about about the character and and, and it, you know, what it, kind of morals and values that people hold near and here near in their heart They're
0: and you did a than mine. you did a fine job too man you I just want to say you did an excellent job and I think that is an excellent lesson number one so so she so she leaves and then and then and then so 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 what exactly so so then what it just continues on so you got Paige for a while so, then it, so I, I had paid for the five days or whatever and
1: then when after those five days when she came back home you know, we had decided I was going to live in one room, she was going to live in the other, until our lease was up, which was a couple months away, and then I was going to move out. So, you know, whatever, I'm fine with that. Obviously, I'm not going to stay with someone who, who, you know, values me in that, uh, like that, so I'm, uh, or, or who, who doesn't value me um, like that. So I, I, I obviously was done. Um, but then she starts saying, you know, A, I'm going to... Uh, uh, I'm, I'm applying for a job in Seattle, Washington, and um, you know, if I get that job, I'm gonna take Paige with me, and you know, blah blah. blah. And I was like, "Well, pump the brakes." Like, what do you mean you're taking Paige with you? What sense of, What do you mean? Like,
0: you will take her with I'm you gonna, on I'm your trips to Miami. You might as well leave her with me yeah, for this one exactly. too. Shit. Exactly. So, so you're you're gonna take her? You're
1: gonna take her to um to Washington? Or what am I gonna do? How am I gonna see her? Oh, well, if you want to move out to Washington and be around her, you can. Obviously, I'm like, yo, fuck that. This is insane. That's not how this works. You know, like, my parents were divorced growing up. Like, I know that's not how this works. So,
0: I instantly, I'm like, you know, mm. I'm, I'm asking around for advice. I didn't know marriage,
1: that. You know, like, I, I, need, I right. need
0: some advice. I need to figure this out. Hey, um, I don't I mean to interrupt so you. Mo- Where well, was I'm, Paige born at, bro? She was born down here in Florida. A 50-50 state. Right, Jake? Yeah, I hear you now. Uh, you hear me? Uh, okay, okay. Yeah. <clears throat> a, 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 a 50-50 state, right?
1: Yeah, 50-50 state. So, um, I talked to my attorney, and you know he explains to me the laws with regard to paternity. And we weren't married when, when we had her, so therefore, I have no paternal rights as a father, right? Oh, okay. Um,
0: Got to term- prove paternity first.
1: Technically, mom can put any, even though I'm on the birth certificate... Technically, mom can have anybody in the hospital sign the birth certificate, right? There's no, there is no DNA test or nothing to prove that the the, the guy who signed the birth certificate is dad. Right. So that has to be proven. So I I file a uh, a a petition for paternity, right? Which Mm is exactly what it says it is. It's not a, it's not a custody um, petition. It's not a, not a. I'm trying to take your kid petition. It's not a, you know, you're a horrible parent petition. It's just a. I want, I, there needs to be proof yeah, that I'm the dad, so I have rights to my kid, yep. and so my kid has rights to me. Right. Right? Makes fucking sense, right? Right. So, I tell her, I'm like, hey, you know, I uh, I filed this petition, um, and I, and I, I know.
0: You breaking up, Jay. Alright,
1: so yeah, um. It wasn't a, you know, it's not a custody petition or it's nothing to do with that. It's just, it just needs, it's a petition to establish paternity so I can have my rights as a father, right? We weren't married. Mm -hmm. So, uh, the day comes where, you know, he tells me, my lawyer says, hey, you know, the, 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 I forget what they call the person that serves the, uh, the papers, but, you know, they're out and you know where she's at so they can serve her. And I said, well, she's at the house.
2: Right.
0: The process server. um, Right.
1: Yeah. Exactly. So. They end up coming over, bro, she freaks out, freaks out on the, on the server. Um, I'm not signing this. What is this BS? Blah, 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 everything up and down. And then, you know, from then on, it was just,
0: a it war, was right?
1: a war. It was a war. No matter what I said to her about, this is just for paternity, right? Like it did not matter. That didn't fucking matter. As far as, as far as anyone was concerned, I was, I was fighting to take, her child
0: away from her. Right. Um, no, nah, cause she knew she wasn't shit, bro. And that's not you saying that. That's me saying that. Where I'm just yeah. I don't know who the fuck is who. Never met the person, nothing personal. This is my this is me hearing it. I know a bad mom from six miles away because I've been fucking studying this shit, man. No no mom kiss they kid. Bye bye. And just I mean a mom would be like, no 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 you gotta pry a good mom from her babies. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You got exactly. a, pro- but, but 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 I don't know the person though. But I'm just saying, damn it, you know what I'm saying. There's still some good qualities in the human beings, all human beings, to some degree. You of know course. what I mean? But of like, there's, you know, when when you know, uh, uh, yeah, to not consider, you know, uh, hey man, it came out, it, it's half yours too, man. You know what I mean? But go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. So, so this starts the whole, you know, the whole battle.
1: So, that was last year. Um, I move out in September of 2019. September? I think so. In September of 2019. Uh um, And I, I get my own place. And then it starts, like, it starts to get progressively more hostile in the sense that she's now, now that we're separate, there's now, you know, excuses as to as to why I can't see her, or there's there's this dictation of of terms by only one party, where if I don't agree to these terms, then I don't get to see her, right? Yeah. Um. So that's kind of how it begins.
0: That's called and, parental and alienation.
1: The parental alienation, exactly. So I start to, you know, obviously I'm pushing back. She has a lawyer now. She finally lawyers up and her and her lawyer are two peas in a pod. Um, the next thing that I hear so so then I, I said something to her. We were back and forth. So I I hit her up and I'm, you know, in the midst of us, you know, going back and forth about when I'm able to see my daughter and, and you know, them her wanting to move to Washington to Seattle and all this stuff. Um, you know, I tell her, I'm like, you know, like this is my kid. You can't just you know, you can't just tell me when I can and can't be around her. I'm, I'm her dad.
0: Right. And, right. She,
1: and she says, uh, you better ask your boy about that. And I was like, what? You know, like, what are you talking about? So I, I take a screenshot of that and I send it to my boy. And I said, can you believe what this girl's saying, you know?
0: Um, Who, your boy didn't have his kid or something?
1: No, 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 this is, this is my boy that, uh, this is a, another Marine who I, was, who I worked with That who was a coach with me at my gym, and over the last five years, had been one of my best friends.
0: Right.
1: Um, so, I sent a screenshot to him, and within a couple minutes, I get a, it pops up, I get a phone call. So I answer it, and he was like, bro, he said, I gotta tell you this, and I'm like, no fucking way, dude. And he was like, man, do you remember that trip we went on? When it was just her and I, we drove in North Carolina. We got drunk, and next thing you know, we were in the bed in the hotel. And, and I find out that her and my buddy, who I've been friends with for the last five years, had uh, you know they hooked up in this fucking hotel room right around the same time where, when Paige was conceived. Right. So now I'm I'm like I'm fucking on fire, bro. Like. It right. took Dumb. it took everything in me to not to not run through my glass fucking sliding door at that at that time. Like I, I think I actually I think I actually like picked my foot up like I was gonna fucking push kick my, my the glass right out of the, the frame.
0: But um, you stopped yourself.
1: And, <laughs> yeah, dude I was like oh, that's a bad idea.
0: Right, oh, I'm about to I, fuck uh, my shit up and really be mad, yeah. no. And I'm like, I'm like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. And I'm on the phone with him,
1: and 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 I was like, uh, mind you, this is another Marine, right? Right. Um, and I, whatever, I fucking hang up. And uh, this is this is lesson number two, right? So for the next for the next couple of days, I'm fucking human, dude. And like, this is. I guess I should just add in that over the the, the year, like the years prior to this from the time my daughter was born even a little before my daughter was born until then I got really deep into like like self-help shit you know like like emotional intelligence being able to control your emotions your thoughts right. you know just a very very stoic slash like spiritual kind of of mindset i was kind of adopting you know right so i was i was trying to do everything i could to to reiterate to myself that you know the feelings that I was feeling surrounding that situation had to be felt and they had to be processed like there was no point in me allowing them to take over my psyche to where I start just where I'm just angry all the fucking time right. or I'm holding a grudge or I'm I'm wasting all this energy Trying to just to just fuel my own hatred for somebody else, right? Whether it be mm-hmm. her or him or the guy from Vegas or whoever the fuck.
0: Whoever the fuck, so, right.
1: I woke up a couple of days later and picked up the phone and I called this guy and I was like, listen. I said, you are one of the biggest fucking cowards I have ever met in my entire life. You fucking pussy. How the fuck are you gonna sit for five years and never tell me some shit like that you know like as close as we are the fucking the kind of conversations that we've had you know like like you just like that's not what a brother does right that's not what a warrior does and i was like i would never step on the fucking battlefield with you ever and and in our world that is a big fucking statement, you know, like, that's a big fucking thing, mm-hmm. and uh, and I just kind of left it at that, and then I got a phone call, uh, you know, a day or so later, and he was like, yo, like, you know, I want to, I want to talk to you, like, can you come over or whatever, he lived by, and I was like, yeah, sure, and uh, I got out of the car, and he was fucking standing there crying 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 he wanted me to fucking beat his ass and i just gave him a hug and i said i forgive you and and that for me like that that was that was lesson number two forgiveness learning how to how to forgive in the midst of of that type of uh emotional fucking i don't know what you call it reaction or you know that whole situation right like Instead of me letting, feeding, feeding the anger, feeding the hate, feeding all these negative emotions that I already knew were not going to fucking do me any good, mm-hmm. I decided to feed the other ones, even though it, it you know, I don't want to say it goes against who I am because I don't think it goes against who I am. I think it says a lot about who I am, but, um, you know, I just, I decided to take that bigger, the bigger road, you know, like that was just, that was just what I decided to do. And um, from that day forward, you know, I, I came to terms because uh, I, I still hadn't had a DNA test yet, right? Um, right. I hadn't even brought this up to my lawyer. I barely even brought it up to my lawyer at this point yet.
2: Right. I was
0: still just processing just the original, the initial reactions and emotions and everything. That's a shit. Um, that's a fucking case shifter, dog. Yeah, you, know got, then, got, right? you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You got a lot running through your mind. You like, then I find out I do this and I'm wrong. I'm really just wasting my time and I'm uh-huh. fucking, and I just, and how I'm ever going. I know a lot of you. I know a lot of men, bro, out here, out here, bro, who really took care of babies, man. And then, and they can't never break the bond with them because they was, that's what they was, that's who they was believed for the, yeah. you know what I'm saying? That shit is yeah, so shit. I, I,
1: so I came to terms with that first, you know, like not knowing. Cuz obviously I had so much anxiety and I mean I was I was staying up every fucking night, you know, I was just like stressed the fuck out. You know, cuz of what you just said, like this was my little girl. You know, like this is this is my little girl. I don't and, and at that point it was like I don't give a fuck if she's not my biological little girl, she's my little fucking girl. She's your little girl. Um, Hell yeah. Yeah. So so then this this is where all the fucking the shady little legal loopholes and these little fucking games that these people play come into in the in the onto the board. Then that, that's what started to be used against me as to why I couldn't see her. So the next the next correspondence I get from my lawyer is that he talks to her lawyer and her lawyer says to him, Well, there doesn't need to be any order on time sharing or parental responsibility or nothing because according to her, he may not even be the father. So he doesn't have any rights anyway. And for the next about four months, I didn't get to see Paige. I didn't get to talk. I got to talk to her barely, like whenever, whenever she would answer Facetime if I would call. Um, and they ran on that. Full,
0: full, well, no, I, like, I know they did. I know, I know. It was just a, it was a small sliver of space to manipulate yep. somebody they who has right a. You don't person. have a blemish on your record, so there's no way to go in there and call you a bad guy. Uh you, uh-huh. I got nothing. I got nothing. I already know. You know what I mean? You've been too busy doing what you've been told for the last, you know what I'm saying? And and following the code and, and doing the right thing. Yeah. Well, it's not even that because you've been a civilian for a little minute too, but it's like at the same time, fucking, you're follow. you've been taught to follow a code. You've been doing everything right, but you haven't been hurt. You haven't been doing anything wrong. You've been fucking doing right by the community, by your people. You've been fucking being a yeah. leader. You said you built a gym. You had people in it. You know what I'm saying? You you ain't you, yeah, you were yeah. fucking being productive, but I'm sorry. Go ahead, man. But 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 real quick though, with them four months though, I wanna I wanna I did wanna hold you there for a second. I knew it was something. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. You said you said you said you went four months. So all that is is a fucking lot. And I don't want to lose point here. We're at the four months. This is where we're right at four months. But um, what the fuck did you do, bro? So let's say all right. So now you didn't forget your man. So Four months now. This is all this is a long time to not see your kids. Now look, longest I went yeah. without seeing my kids, bro, was 950 days. You feel me? I know. Fucking, but look, but look, but look. The first time I went a month without seeing my kid. That don't mean I didn't forget that first month. You feel me? It wasn't though, it wasn't the start of that 950 days. The the first couple months I didn't get to see my kid the first time was a, was a practice run for what I was going through. And that's how I played it. But like, but I didn't know that at the time. though. No, at the time, I thought that first one was the real ones. Like, f- the first wave was the big wave. So I was like, ah, every day, every second, every minute, I was fucked up. So what'd you do yeah. during that four hundred days, man? Because like, where'd you, you said you did the self help shit before? And like, so what did that shit come into play? Was it what? What happened? was it? it, it the it word. Did. Was,
1: it was like you know that was when I finally got the. It was all crack up at that point. You know, like. I had, I had thought about these things, I've read about them, I I've, you know, I've gone over theories and philosophy and all this shit and you know it was all in my head, but I'd never had to apply it to that extent, right? Like like the emotions I went through in the Marine Corps are nothing compared to the emotions of, of your of not being able to see your kids. And, and, I mean, and That's
0: wouldn't that, that, wh- that,
1: was, that was one of the biggest things that, that popped out to me. I was like I thought I'd dealt with some shit. I hadn't dealt with nothing until, until so I had no choice with with regard to seeing my child.
0: Doug, um, I think that might be one of the most powerful things because in my brain, I'm like, how you know what I mean? How how does a marine, bro, who said who blew off you blew off stepping on a mine with your with your fucking with your, what is it a platoon? Is it a group? My squad. Your squad. You stepped on the fucking mine. Y'all stepped on the fucking mine and lost members of your squad right there. Y'all got attacked in foreign land, bro, that our people sent you to. And, 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 and those three instances were just like, those were just three instances to you. And I got other military friends, and fucking, I got a military family, and I know you know my cousin, Eddie Slovak, you know what I'm saying, last to die, whatever, whatever, you know what I'm saying, so I'm familiar with military, you know, it was just, when I heard the story, I was just like, damn it, now this makes it a little harder to go, you know what I mean, when I hear the shit, but it wasn't even that though. it was just like, it just was like, still, it was just listening to, listening to that, and you say, losing my kids, was tougher than battle, or mentally, yep. dog, that's, that's, I, I think that says something, because everybody always has something to say about what this is, oh, oh, you, this, oh, well, this, oh, well, that, I'm like, it, it's tough, I be trying to tell motherfuckers, it's tough, it. Hey, it's tough, you get up, you smile, you, you keep the good energy, that shit, you would think it was easy. That's why I just went ahead and went ball. Fuck it. I'm not about to. I'm not yeah. about to stress none of that. This is a real war. This is this is a battle. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, this is. I'm, we're gonna look the part. We're gonna beat the part. You know. My pops bald anyway. I don't yeah. give a fuck. Like let's just do it. Shave it. We'll go. We'll, we'll do this thing. We'll rock the M1. We'll do it because like this is a real battle. So what'd you do during these four months, bro? Bro, I, at first it
1: started with. Uh... I mean, some serious, serious depression, you know, like that was my battle every day was, was to battle away the anxiety, the worry, right? Because I wasn't able to, I had no control. I right. wasn't there to protect the, the thing that I was, I was meant to protect. I wasn't, she wasn't around me anymore. That piece of my heart was gone and it, it, was, it was so far away. And, uh, you know, your mind starts to run, you know, like, like she's so young is she going to forget about me, is she going to, you know, like, you start having all these crazy thoughts, and, um, you know, it, it threw me into, into, into a fit of depression, I, I wasn't training,
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, you know, I, I, I was eating still the same, but, but I was, I had no motivation, you know, like, I had things to do, bro, but there was nothing that was more, that, that,
0: that you could, gave a fuck about that day, except for that yeah, right there. Every was, day, that was shit was just on you. Yeah, you had you was doing was shit, something. you was in them places, but like mentally, like your body there, but your heart, like wherever the fuck them kids might be at, you don't know. You know what I mean? I know what you mean. Yeah, so it was just you know that it that was a hard, um,
1: that was a very very hard lesson in in you
2: know mm-hmm. just.
1: I mean, I don't even know what I would say, a lesson in what, other than just being able to to, to I mean, I was spending every day recognizing and, and being aware of what was going on inside of me, you know, my thoughts, where they were coming from, my emotions, what they were tied to. The mm-hmm. things that made me feel better about them, the things that made me feel worse about like I was just I was becoming my own, like, you know, science experiment, kind of, you know, like mm-hmm. my own peer-reviewed study about my own psychology and, and everything else, mm-hmm. um, you know, that, that's kind of what it ended up being, and, uh, you know, thank God, I had, I had just some of the most amazing support around me, you know, like my mom, my mom retired a couple years ago, so she decided, hey, I'm going to come to Florida and help you out, right? Um, came down, she was here for me, you know, so I had someone to talk to when I needed it, my dad stepped up big time on an emotional level, which was something that, you know, brought us so much closer, because he went through, he's got, yeah, I got, I got two half sisters as well that he had before me and my, um, my sister, and, uh, you know, he went through some shit with them, I mean, some heavy, heavy stuff, back in the, uh, the late 80s, um, mid, mid to late 80s, uh, that my mom was witness to, too, with, with his daughter's mother mm-hmm. and the stuff she was doing to manipulate them and to get them to turn on him and to get, uh, you know, the stuff she was telling the courts. And I mean, my dad went through some shit that I had never even, I had no even fucking idea about. So, I mean, with all this happening... You know, he stepped up big time. and You said you had no kind of idea
0: about him. it, right? No. Just until this had started happening? Yeah,
1: I, I mean, I, I had known that
2: there were issues, but
0: I didn't yeah, know. Yeah, the in-depth, the in-depth. But then you was like I a lesson. I have remembered you had said earlier a lesson in what? Remember? Yeah. <laughs> that shit dope, yeah. dog. That shit dope. But yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Um.
1: You know, like, yeah, I, I had never read the court documents and stuff like that. And he brought it all out, and we talked for a couple hours at his kitchen counter, and, you know, him and I both cried, too. It was something I'd never done with my dad. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so so I, I got to – he let me in big time in that regard and, and showed me a lot of things, and and, you know, I realized how much in common his experience – or how much he had in common between his ex- his experience and mine you know even though they were a little different
2: mm-hmm. just
1: you know the the concept of what this podcast is you know fathers rights
2: mm-hmm. and how this
1: is nothing new you know nah. dads have been getting shit up on a decade yeah big time and hell it's yeah. only now becoming something that dads are vocal about before it was just shut up and fucking deal with it
0: yeah That's yeah it hell yeah hell yeah
1: not, 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 these dads like me and you and so many others who are just like no, you know like you, you we're putting our fucking foot down like yeah we're men and yes we're this and yes we're that but we're also fucking fathers and it uh, you know just because it, it, you're a mother doesn't doesn't give you the fucking the magic wand to to run the fucking show no no
0: it? parent parent that's the word like I'm a parent like I know I'm a father but that falls under the category of fucking parent. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not one under there. That's why it's a co-word or a fucking uh, whatever the word would be there. It's a word to make it a unified yeah. thing. I'm a fucking parent. You know what I mean? That's why yeah. it's like, when I go in there, and I get treated like I'm a cousin. And I get visitation like I'm a cousin. I'm like, shit, my cousin yeah. came over every other weekend. <laughs> you, this yeah. the shit I'm getting with my kids I I treasure it, though, because I know there's, and and I'm going to release these podcasts here soon. There's men out here who haven't had um, time with their children in, man, uh, 12 years, six years, one time. Kids have never seen their family. All type of stories. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I take these two days. They do give me. I say, hey, Michigan, I know you're fucking me. But listen, I'ma go in here, I'm I'm gonna keep fighting the fight and I'm I'm gonna keep talking about how you're doing me and how, how how it's being played. I won't say no names, but I'll fucking I'm gonna keep talking about how I feel and I'm gonna find the rest of the folks you doing it. We all gonna talk about it until we figure out exactly what it is that has to make the change. But I'm starting to see there's loopholes too, you know, with, with, with even in a 50-50 state, a person can be like play on paternity. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's almost like the best yeah. thing to do automatically off bail is have paternity done on the child immediately as soon as they're born, regardless. This could kill the debate. Have paternity yeah. done on the child immediately upon you know what I'm saying? I mean, I yeah, think it, it should be mandatory at the hospital. Yeah, I think a mother not if I think if if there ever is a time where a mom's laying in... A, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, we gotta know. Like, we gotta know who. who you know what I mean? I don't want to go too far there with you, but I'm just saying, like, you gotta know who are who, who, who. You know what I'm saying? You should, you gotta, you know what I mean? This should kill it. Have the paternity done right there, man. Both of them should be known people. Have it done right there, that might be able to kill it. I'm, I'm just, I I'm just like to throw theories around and shit in ways that, you know, cause I don't want to just want to be like, damn, we got a problem. Well, what could be yep. some solutions? You know what I mean? I think awareness yep. is a solution. I think showing that how flawless, you know what I mean? How flawless, you how flawless of a walk you walked. What did you do wrong, bro? Loyalty. It's like a fuck. That's like a fucking bad movie. Every time I hear one of these stories, it's like And that's, that's the lawyer game, right? Like that's this family court lawyer game. It,
2: it, it doesn't become a. It's not like a criminal court where you're searching for the truth.
1: Or even we know, fuck, criminal courts don't even do that shit most of the time. Oh yeah, but My, yeah. They're, they're, so there is no like. Uh, um, all right, we're gonna we're not gonna play little child games because we're all adults and we're gonna get to the bottom of this because the little kid is what's most important here in this conversation. No, 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 no. It's it's. Oh yeah, let me find a good lawyer who can play the fucking game, who can say shit like, oh, well, she said she cheated on on him with somebody else when they conceived, so he might not be the dad anyway. Like how how immoral is that like as a an unethical as a fucking lawyer, you know, to know that you're not only taking the time like it's not even about me. You're taking you're taking that time away from my daughter just because you want to play the fucking lawyer game. You know? Because you wanna bill your client for some more fucking
2: hours. Yeah.
0: So you're gonna you're gonna throw in some bullshit around. Went, well, well, well if that well you gotta know the so stalling game is really beneficial to 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 mom in these instances because they do not want to just like no mom really wants to they fear the same thing we fear, bro. You know what I'm saying? The feeling we feeling is nobody want to feel it. It ain't just us. Nobody want to feel it, bro. Nobody. Even the bad moms who, like, is they be fucked up. You can see them, bro. You ever watch, like, an interview of, like, I don't know, Soft white underbelly, where it's like dope fiends talking about they and he asked them about their kids, and they just like stare off in the space and they lost. Like, they, they still, it's still there. The pain's still there. They do more, they going they finna, you can see it in their eyes. They about to go get way more high after that. You know what I mean? Just that question alone, like, it, it I don't think it goes away. You know what I'm saying? A parent is a parent, and that's what it is. It's just, the problem is, is how we being treated in the meantime. Four months is a long fucking time, bro. That
2: was just the
1: first thing. So that four months goes by. I finally get, I, I get to have a DNA test. I get one weekend. That weekend was last Thanksgiving. It was it was last Thanksgiving weekend. And I had to find the, the only place in, in, in Broward County, Miami-Dade, that, that, um, that was doing, that was open for DNA tests that morning. Right. So we go in, we get the DNA test. The next day I drop her off with her mom. DNA test comes back 99.99999995, right? Like, I'm the dad. That's it. End of story, right? <laughs> well, well, not end the story because the judge hasn't signed off on it, so therefore it's still not fucking legit. Even though the DNA test is there, even though it's, it's, uh, it's filed, right? Even though it's in the clerk of court's office or whatever the fuck, in their system, wow. the judge has not signed off, so therefore it doesn't count. So then what happens,
0: uh, what, why didn't he sign off? What's this guy doing? What, what was going on with that?
1: Well, Ooh. it was, we, we had to get our court date, right? Right. We had to our court date, to, for the paternity or whatever to establish paternity. So that had to get put on the docket. So that goes a couple months, right? Finally, the judge gets around to it. Okay, cool. Signs the paternity. Great. I'm the father. Um, I ended up missing out on my daughter's fifth birthday. Because I missed out on Christmas. Uh-huh. I Missed out on New Year's. Uh uh-huh. And I got her. I got her for the weekend of Thanksgiving. That was it.
0: Um, but you missed out on all the fucking holidays because Judge was doing. Who got? What? What? What, what, what was more important than making sure? You know why? Because it wasn't important for you. What was easier is let me let's just not get around to it. Fuck the holidays. We'll get to this after the holidays. We will not have to handle that. And yeah. it was just in the wind at the time. In the meantime, no one's gonna be able to pay you back in cash or any any amount of anything. It won't fix it. What you fucking missed. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Dog. But yeah, go ahead. Go gotcha. ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. My bad. My bad. I just.
1: No, you're good. You're absolutely right. And then, on the, and then with that, you have lawyers that play these unethical games where they know. Same thing. They know she. They know I'm missing out on a holiday. They know my daughter's missing out on time. Yeah. What? Oh, loophole. We can exploit it. Let's go. Let's keep exploiting. Let's make it as painful as possible for him because mom doesn't like him. So let's let's make it. Let's make it hurt.
0: Right. right? Try to try to fucking get you angry a little bit. Exactly.
1: He'll he'll, he'll slip up. He'll get angry, and then you can get
0: full custody. Uh-huh. Right. That that. that, that
1: my mind, and honestly, that's the thought that kept me level the, the whole time. I mean, that that's what was able to. I was like, there ain't no way you're not gonna you're not gonna break me just to just to set me up. You're not
2: gonna break me so you can get what you
0: want. Oh, right, you had to happen. know that when she when when the fight was about to go down, and Dog just standing there looking like, here go, here go Court, whoop de do, here we go, here we go. Fuck that, you trying to you trying, <laughs> trying to you trying to walk happened? me into this shit. Yeah, COVID happens. COVID happens. Um,
1: I dropped my daughter off on a, on a Friday, and I was supposed to pick her up the next Thursday,
0: right? Yeah. Um, take me you know, down. Before all the shutdowns and everything, and, and, and her mom kind
2: of takes me to the side when I drop her off. And she's like, hey, listen, you
1: know, like, if anything happens or whatever, like, we need to have a plan. Um, I'm going to be going to Maryland. I might take Kate to Maryland. Uh, I got a friend up there. If They start locking things down. She was on this whole, like, martial law. Fucking thing! Oh, they're gonna they're gonna implement martial law, and we need to be someplace safe. And I was like, you know, no, we we're fine.
0: It's good. Just keep in touch with me. we fine. <laughs> right. <laughs> Let's not make this shit more than it is. Wear your mask and wash your hands. Try not to fucking yeah. yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> next the next week,
1: I'm supposed to pick her up Thursday. I hit her up on Wednesday. hey we're still uh, I'm still on for tomorrow. I don't get an answer, so I FaceTime. Uh-huh. They're uh-huh. in the car. Hey, where are you going? We're driving to Aunt Megan's house. Holy shit! You know, like when was I gonna know? So they're on this—they're on this trip to, to Maryland, right? In the right in the beginning of this global pandemic, right? Um, so then Florida goes on lockdown; she, the state shuts down. So she makes it out of the state within like ten hours—ten hours before it shut down—and then she drives for the next three and a half months up and down the East Coast. Taking my kid to hunting lodges, staying in random hotels, staying at random friends' houses. She went and stayed up at another guy's house, who was at one point one of her uh, one of her networking contacts down here in Florida. Who, you know, um, I got some stories about that too. But anyway,
0: <laughs> <trying> to <laughs> right, that, some but, bullshit, but, right? No, I hear you, I hear you, I hear you. Like a, at this guy's
1: house, you know, and he's, he's, you know, I, I got some random guy around my kid. He's staying with my kid. My kid's staying in his house. I don't know who he is, where he, what he's, you know, nothing. I know nothing. But some my daughters at some random guy's house in Virginia, you know, <laughs> and, and I'm unable to see her because of Corona, right? Cause the state got locked down and the judge, the judge, wasn't going to demand that she comes back because it's more safe for her to stay out of the state so anyways we we, we get our court date right and it happens during corona right the judge the judge orders her she's got at this point she's in North Carolina right she, and the judge orders you have to stay in North Carolina until Florida opens up and immediately you have to return you have a week from the time Florida opens up for you to return so I'm like bet cool awesome like now we have something on paper she's got to do it Bro, within 24 hours of that order being signed, she was already on the road going to Virginia. Already, already said,
0: fuck the order, fuck the judge, fuck Jake, fuck their time together. Oh, yeah. I'm hey, going to my, my yeah. house in Virginia. Yeah, they ain't do nothing to her. So, yeah, yeah so, then
1: what? So, no, so that, that signature meant nothing, right? So here no. I was thinking I was, my daughter soon, nope, nothing. Yeah. bye. They finally come back to Florida. Florida opens up a few months later, um, or a couple a couple months later, or whatever. And uh, immediately, I'm saying you're on your way back, right? You're on your way back, right? Well, of course, they took their sweet time. And then when she got here, it was. Uh, I don't think you should you should see her because of the pandemic. It's so you know it's so deadly and so uh, you know contagious and stuff. Maybe the best thing to do is just you you should stay quarantined
0: and uh, you know. Wait until this is all done. So we, go about, we go through about two weeks of going back and forth about that crap. right? Say another, she turned another, into Dr. Another, Fossey overnight. huh? Yeah, so, so it was perfectly fine for her to go up and down the East Coast for three months. Right. God forbid, she yeah. got, you know, my, me and my daughter got to hang out when they got back. Right? Hey, Even man. though I had, I had
1: no signs or symptoms. Negative for COVID. You know, I have. There's no reason why she can't see me, except for just there's excuses and loopholes.
0: Yeah, manipulation so, and alienation. Yep. Yeah.
1: Yep. So you know, they they played that for a little while, and then I finally got to see her. Um, one day every weekend, either Saturday or Sunday, I got to go to their house and play for two hours with my kid.
0: That's what the judge oh, no, had no, said. No.
1: No, bro. That's what her mom had said.
0: Okay, and all right. Okay. It was. It was either that's what I could do, or I just don't see her. Yeah, hell yeah. No, hell yeah. I get you. No, I hear you. A hundred percent. Like, no, somebody on the other side had to be real enough to be like, man, this shit bold as hell. Come see your babies. Yeah. I understand. Yeah, have somebody had to have you know, some I have, humility. I have to swallow that pill now, you know,
1: and 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 just put on a smile and go over there and see my kid and hang out with there for two hours and ride the skateboard and ride the bike and look for snails and run around and, you know, do all this stuff. That was what I got to do. And it wasn't even, there was there was no judge saying I couldn't see her. There was no nothing. It was just her yeah. using these loopholes. And because the judge had not signed shit, guess who's still in charge? Mom.
0: Right. dad
1: got nothing to say so. He's got no say so. So... My, my my lawyer files a motion for temporary time-sharing and release and parental responsibility. Um, and long story short, same thing. Battles back and forth between the lawyers. Uh, her lawyer at one point actually went in, um, wrote the, ju- the judicial assistant or the judge's assistant, the JA, and told her to cancel the, uh, the hearing on temporary time-sharing because I was already... I was already exercising time sharing. You know, my my one day
2: on
0: right. the
1: weekend for a couple hours was me exercising time sharing. Yeah, so manipulation.
0: Yeah.
2: You didn't need to be
0: Yeah. Yeah, like, you don't need your 50-50 where you live in a 50-50 state. Why would I settle for one day while I'm living in a 50-50 state? It said 999. Man, 50-fucking-50. Y'all all all voted for this. I was up up north. You figure it out. (laughs) Shit. But, yeah, go ahead, though. So, yeah, so that took us into uh, post-quarantine, right? Quarantine was
1: over. Lockdown lifts and all this stuff, and then it wasn't. Uh, yeah, so it was, she can't come to your apartment. She can only stay here. You can come see her one time a week. Blah 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 blah. And then uh, slowly but surely, mom's life got back to traveling. Right. Right. So as soon as mom had things on the docket to go travel, well, all of a sudden, hey Jake, you know this date from this date to this date, you can have Paige. From this date to this date, you can get page, but it wasn't, it wasn't consistent. It was, it was, you get her for four days. I get her for 13, you get her for three days. I get her for 12, you get her for a week. I have her for 25 days. Right. Right. So it was, it was super, just super out of balance, super out of whack, um, During that time, she had taken her three more times around the country for a total of, I think, like 90 days total, those three times. So a month at a time, I was without seeing her while she was just out traveling, doing what she wanted. Right. Um, And this was all just waiting for my court date so the judge could finally sign some shit that laid some rules down. Um, And that finally happened just this last week on the 12th.
0: Yeah, about oh, that's a, week a good ago. day. That's a good day. What 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 they say, man? They took long enough. What the fuck? What they say? Anything so could have happened during I that time. you didn't even have to see the
1: judge. It just turned into a back and forth with the lawyers. Oh yeah. Uh, so they ended up agreeing to everything I wanted, right? Because now here comes the point where they can no longer exploit loopholes. This is the hearing, so they gotta they gotta come up with something logical, right? They can't just keep telling me no every time I ask to see her. They can't just make up excuses and say I'm not the dad anymore. They can't, you know, there's nothing else they can use. Right. So I basically laid out the terms, which was, I want everything 50-50. I want shared parental responsibility, school decisions, medical decisions, you know, all that stuff. We need to talk about them. It's not just a unilateral thing, which is what it was. You know, like like her mom pulled her from VPK from on a random Friday and never took her back. That was at the, be- at the beginning of this whole thing back in the- when I moved out in September last September. Right. Um, and she hasn't been back to school yet. She's six years old, and, and she's you know she didn't even finish BPK.
0: Right. No, so, it's okay. You about to br- you about to bring her right the fuck back up to speed. You come around. You come from. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah, yeah man. So it, it, you know when when we finally got done with everything, uh, you know the order says fifty fifty. Uh, you know, the parents have to communicate. They have to work it out. They have to, you know, it, it, it puts it back on the parents, which is fine. I have no issue with that. I never had any issue with it because I understand that's what co-parenting is. You yeah. know, and I'm, I'm mature enough to, to not hold on to anger and harbor grudges and all this other stuff that's just going to make my daughter's life miserable, you know. As a, and, and I would rather just work as a parent and be a parent, you know, mm-hmm. uh, yo, let's work out our schedule, it doesn't need to be, it doesn't even need to be rigid, like, three days on, four days off, four days on, three, it could just be like, yo, this is my schedule for the next couple months, you know, I'm working this, this, and this, and I got this and this going on, and you got that and that going on, so let's figure out the time we're going to share, you know, and let's figure out the schedule and make it work, mm-hmm. I've always been a proponent of that, but, um, the other party hasn't, so, yeah. you know, I'm hoping, I'm hoping that, as now that this order is signed, and now that the judge has, you know, put the ink on that, that hearing's over with. Now there's a set of enforceable, you know, rules and guidelines that we have to follow as parents.
2: Mm-hmm. And uh,
1: you know, if if it goes the, the way that it has gone for the next year, you know, and we'll see what happens at the final hearing, because I'll have a lot of things. Talk about as I, you know, I still have a lot of things right now I can talk about. Oh, because you got, like, the, right. wrong okay. doings.
0: the wrong going, the wrong doings and shit, you saying? Yeah,
1: the, the, the unethical, you know, using the loophole, saying I'm not the father just so she can't see me, like, all oh, these yeah,
0: things. Not oh, communicating yeah. communicating with
1: pulling her from school,
0: um, you know, all the stuff. Just, oh, yeah. Everything's so one sided, of course. And you're way too smart to forget that, to make sure that you and your lawyer that you're paying for, mention back time that has been cost to you and all of this, because somebody got to be responsible, and that's what I'm on when I get, I understand, but shit, I, the, hey, bro, hey, bro, it's, this shit is such a politic game, man, you know what I'm saying? It's ridiculous, brother. It's ridiculous, brother. So, man, so yeah. you, so you, so so you still not finished. You got, you do got, you do got time, and you will be getting to see your kid, man. So like, really quick, man. I wanna, re- I wanna bring him, bring him to a close, but I do wanna, I do wanna conclude with what I've seen though, because, because listen, I feel like, I feel like we still got a couple minutes to to give us a good closing here, but like, I, I, I feel like, I feel like I, you had two good, you had two lessons that you pointed out. You had no, lesson number one, which was anger management. You could have had gotten to a good fist fight right there. And, and and But the Marine in you kicked in and told you, like, okay, this is, like, a battle zone right now. And my kid is right here, and I got to be the adult. And, like, you did the adult thing. You know what I mean? And then lesson two was forgiveness. Another chance where you could have had gotten to a good fist fight. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But you gave a hug. While you were really upset, you know what I'm saying, yes, yes, yes. man, bro. I, I feel like, listen, dog. I feel like, um, bro, that was probably one of the most powerful stories I might hear, man, coming from this, for the simple fact that, um, bro, how much, how much, look, look, look how, look how, look how solid you stayed. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I know, I know you mentioned depression and stuff like that in there, but the thing that stood out, you said, hey, bro, that was tougher than fucking war. Wait a minute, yeah. you know what I mean? Wait a minute, you know what? what and working out and shit like that helped you out though, did it? Did you? I know, I know you got back to working out, but like, so work, training, ro- get back to rolling. Has yeah. it? Has it helped? Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, I, I mean, as you know, training for
1: and whatever, whatever way people do it, it's so essential. You know, like. You have to take care of your own mind. You have to take care of your own body, or you can never take care of anything else around you. That's yeah. the way it is. That's the reality. That's how it is. So, yeah,
0: your brain, man. Uh, working you know, your for, body. For
1: other people going through this kind of stuff, like, that's that's what they need to do first and foremost, is take care of themselves. You're never going to take care of your kid the way yeah. that they deserve to be taken care of if you're fucking off, and you're, you're fucking off. You know what I mean?
0: Man, if you're not and- getting
1: it done. You're not doing your thing. You're not keeping your head right. Like they, they deserve that from us as parents,
0: mm-hmm. as fathers,
1: as mothers, whatever. So you know that's number one. And then number two is understanding that you know the emotions, the angst, the hatred, the, the uh, jealousy, the frustration, whatever it is that you're feeling. Like that shit's just gonna be natural. You're oh
2: gonna, yeah. You know, so there's there's no there's no need to fight it. There's no need to
1: to try to keep it from try to keep yourself from feeling it, you know, like
0: let that shit happen. Yeah, let try it, to, it come, let it go. I like to say know, try it, to find it, a way to express it. You know what I mean? Like try a to way to let yeah, it like, yeah. let it flow. Working yeah. out helps with that. Bro, I
1: started I started painting, you know, like I I started
0: painting, oh, I got yeah. in my fucking life, And all yeah. of a sudden I was painting shit. Yeah, Th- that's and how also, music like, came about. When I felt that shit take like a form of expression, and then, like, once the uh-huh. kid shit, I'm like, damn. I mean, it's been harder to really, like, fucking... It's been harder to... It didn't come about through father's rights, but it just came about, like, through expression. You paint, you like, damn, that's another yeah. form of expression. But then, like, it's father... When, when my shit come on, it kind of take from my creativity a little bit. But shit, it still feel when I do it. It still feel the same. I just... You got to force yourself to go fucking do it. But that's just another form. I do a video, same thing, bro. You pour your heart in whatever it is, you know, but... Fucking that working out, bro. That is a way to like physically. You got something on your brain? They say all of life' problems seem so small while you run a mile. <laughs> you know. Yep. 100%. Hell yeah. But yeah, man. Listen, bro. So, so really quickly, man. What would be what would be your biggest takeaway? I, you're still not done with this. You're still fighting right now. What would be yeah, your biggest takeaway? Fight, okay. What would what would be your biggest Otherwise. takeaway? Uh, my bad. What you saying?
1: Oh, I'm, sorry. I'm getting into my elevator. All right. So what would be my
0: biggest takeaway? Yeah, I was just saying, what would be your biggest takeaway from this? Like what would be like what would be the one lesson like your biggest takeaway from this? You would so say you like what what would be the biggest thing like you would say, like, all right, what would you say, like to the next to the to the youngest to the next person who's going to be in our situation, man, who might not be an athlete to lean on. How I lean on athletics, like, okay, this is the fourth quarter. How you lean on fucking the military, be like, this is a real war zone. You know what I mean? Like, like okay, like, what would your takeaway be for, what would you say to people who don't really have that to have, like, we got athletics and military background. You, What would you say to just the regular dude, you know what I mean, Who who ain't like us, who don't have that? What would you say? What would you say to him? Like, what would be the biggest takeaway from this? Like, just for like a, or matter of fact, a matter of fact, no, 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 no. It's okay. We can move on the fly. This is whatever rules we want. This is just natural. What would you say to a mom, man, who's taking a kid on the run? Um, my kid was obviously taken on the run. You're a military veteran yeah. and you fight for who, whatever mom it is. Um, you fight for him to have the ability to even do that. So, I mean, you fought that war, and the, the things that you've done, like, can never be taken away. Like, bro, you, you it's it's done. It's set in stone. You know what I mean? The things uh-huh. you've seen, bro. So, like, what, 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 what? Everyone has, well, let's go vote. Whoa, 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 man. Let's take time and find these people who actually did the things that let us have this ability to do this. Give them hugs. Let them know. You know what I mean? So, what would you say to the mothers? Because you, you did it. So, what would you say to the mothers of those, of the, you know, doing Parental alienating children. What would you say to them?
1: You know, I'd I'd say the same thing that I say to my, my, you know, my daughter's mom. It's, it's, you know, you need to, you need to figure out how to let go of the anger and the hate and the negativity that you, that you attach to me. Mm -hmm. You know, and and you need to become you, you need you need to be grown enough to understand that that has no place in the, in the, uh, the world of our child, yeah. you know, like, like you, we're, we're, we're talking about the, the most sacred and precious Thing. gifts yeah. on the face of this earth, you know, yeah. there's, there's nothing so as a, cool. as a grown mature adult, there should be nothing that gets in the way of that you know and mm-hmm. that's what a, what a, what I what I see personally you know obviously from my experience and I'm sure other dads would, would agree that are going through the same thing is that you know the other party and I don't know maybe may, we, we could even I'm sure there's something out there that that you know could tie this to just the women the, the female psyche you know they just they have this thing about you know when they when they sink their teeth into something they don't give a fuck what what bleeds you know, yeah, just as long yeah. as it's as long as it as it's hurting. You know, as yeah. long as it feels good, as long as they're getting getting back whatever that is, it is they want to
0: get back. Yeah, that shit is that shit, is that, just, shit is that shit is that shit is a, that shit is a crazy thought, man. That shit is definitely you know, a crazy I'm thought, man. That shit is crazy am telling you right That's now like, advice, Just man. because
1: men are men does not mean they're fucking bad people. Just like because women are women doesn't mean they're bad people. So yeah, this stigma yeah. that we that we throw around that you know oh. I'm a single mom, you know I mean, how many, there's so many conversations that are had by single moms where they they make it out to be like, oh, you're a single mom, you must be like this hero, and the dad must be just a piece of shit.
0: Yeah, right, no, you You stole him. you a single mom now, this is what you asked for, why'd you do that, you know what I mean, like that has to, I don't hear too many of them them on the other end, you know what I mean, I don't hear too many, but it's normalized, man, it's normalized, and I'll say this real exactly quick before we that. wrap up. I was talking to a friend the other day, and they were like, I was talking about my stuff, and, they say, and it was a female friend, and she says, um, uh, dad, you know, dads don't, uh, she's like, you know, deadbeat dads don't really get punished that much. That's why I'm like, oh, my gosh. I'm like, I'm like I, I get punished for what they don't do. We know about that. We uh-huh. don't talk about, that's what this podcast is about, man, talking about how Jake walked over there, stepped on, lost, Friends of his, Nice Saint Squad, yeah, that's what it's called. But these are, at that point, they're brothers, bro. You out there fighting with guns and bombs and shit. We family, we over here, bro. We got the same gear on. What did you talk about? You know what I mean? We could have just fought yesterday, but today, we fucking go out here and we together. You know what I mean? Fucking out here fighting real war, bro. Like, bro, and, and, and I lost that. Uh I don't I, I don't know bro. But you go over there and then somebody could just take your kid like you not a fuck in a state where you people voted to have yeah, fucking 50-50. No. That shit is so that no. shit is that in 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 it's. but 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 what I want to do bro, I want to shed light on it bro cuz that doesn't make sense to me. You know what I'm saying? You a hero. You know what I mean? Like I, I when I hear your story, I know you you got to try you are going to do it you are going to do it the right way and I respect your approach. This is my opinion. Just like I can have an opinion on the Pistons draft last night. I can have an opinion on what I just heard, bro, cuz you my friend, you know what I mean? Like I actually know you. And when I say it sounded like to me, I hear one good parent and I hear one parent that you know what I'm saying, making some shaky choices out here. I hear one parent, bro, who I would like, I hear one parent who I would put my life I would trust with my life. You know what I'm saying? Just off the decisions that was in this conversation I'm hearing one parent make. You know what I mean? No mistakes, bro. You got a flawless story. And that's why this is the longest podcast I've ever recorded. But bro, you got a flawless story. There's no reason ever that you should be going through this. You have a flawless, it's flawless. It's not a gap in it on your end. There's nothing. Nothing you could have done differently, bro. What could you have done differently? There's nothing. All you did right, every single corner. You did everything. People stabbed you in the back. You stay right. You fucking people turned on you. You stay right. Everything, bro. People and, tried to fight you. You stay right and focused and on page. Kind
1: of Tail off that, you know. Like my 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 lawyer has said stuff to me sometimes about like you know if we would have done this this way or who would have done it that way, it would have been different. And you know I I tell him. What I'm about to tell you is that, you know, I want to be able to look at my daughter in 10 years and say, listen, I did everything the right way. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't fuck around. I didn't lie. I didn't cheat. I didn't deceive. I didn't, I didn't try to pull a fast one. I did everything the way it should have been done, you know, and I, that, I want to be able to say that. So that, that's been a big thing for me.
0: Yeah. This whole process is just yeah. like, you know, dog. Da-
1: She'll
0: know the truth one day. So, Dog, I am so thankful that you shared this damn story. It ain't some day. She's going to know the truth uh, every, I mean, she, is she right now. Know, you like, know what I'm saying? Some she, of the stuff
1: she says to me sometimes, I'm just like, damn, man.
0: Dog, nah, dog. That's that's you, bro. That's you, bro. That's yeah. you, bro. Been rolling around with her, been taking care of her, been, you know what I'm saying, bro? Been in the in the room, bro, bro, bro. Uh, that's you, bro. You know, out there at the beach, out there, and man, I'm telling you, bro. Man, I, my, I, um, I, 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 I'm, I'm so proud of you, bro. Everything you ever said you was gonna do, you did. You know what I mean? And I learned some about you today. I didn't know that your parents was divorced. I knew, I knew that you, I knew. I, but shit, every time we talk since uh, since we graduated, um, I, I get to learn more and more from you, you feel me? And this on record, this yeah, is just man, me absolutely. naturally talking to you. I fucking, when, when, I, when we got a chance to get together when we was younger, like, I, we was just like, we were at the same place, but we still, I, I was new to the environment. I didn't have a chance to have good individual relationship with every person, every teammate, like I should, because I... You know, I was in trouble a lot when I was a kid. For the first year there, I was on house arrest. You know what I'm saying? I couldn't go out. I couldn't yeah, see yeah. anyone. I couldn't do shit. But I, I, but I was so thankful, man, that you guys took me in and loved me like a brother, bro. And I'm I'm grateful no one treated me like I was. You know what I'm saying? I know I know. some of the Chaldean teammates uh, was taught to be racist and shit. But they never treated me racist. They always treated me with love and kindness and respect. Yeah. And they would give me something if I, if I would ever to ask. If I ever need it, I never need But if I did like that, you know, and I'm depends, I'm grateful. Right? But bro, I I I I every time I talk to you, I learn and um I'm going to make sure that bro, I'm going to keep I'm going to keep making sure we bring you on the cast, bro, so we can like stay up to date, bro, so we can talk about I'm fucking done, parenting, man. politics, fucking we'll talk about some shit. You know, I got some other podcasts too, but when you get here in December, bro, listen, and this is on record, bro. When you get here in December, please, 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 please don't forget to hit me up. Let's find somewhere we can wrestle. I won't. I won't. We'll 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 go to we'll just we'll try to we'll just stumble on a random jujitsu class if we got to or something just anything yeah, to get a chance I'm to doing. roll, bro. I'll try to watch some YouTube tutorials or something, man. Try to figure. I'll call someone over here see if I can't get a little practice in or something. But natural ability and just will to want to fight might keep me keep get you at least give you a good workout. I can promise you that. You know what I mean? But yeah, yeah. bro. For Hell sure. yeah, man. Listen, though, I love you a lot, man. I appreciate you calling me, bro. Listen, I will finish this podcast. As soon as I wrap up this series of strings I'm doing, I'll send them to you. There'll be like six of them dropping. Um, maybe seven. Bro, I appreciate you telling your story so much, bro. You are a leader. And not only that, bro, people idolize um fucking people idolize a rapper. They idolize celebrities, they idolise a lot of weird shit. I believe in Taking the people around you who are actually doing real fucking things, bro. Idolize them, bro. You know what I'm saying? When you don't feel like working out, I try to think about my friends who work out. I got two friends, three friends, man. Two of them in the military. You and my man, Mylon. And then I got my man, Justin. He was just regular, and he turned into a a, a a power lifter. So he's, like, massive now. You didn't even really care about, like like, you didn't care about... Wrestling, or like you never, I never seen it. We and then you did it, and then so that's so inspiring to me, bro. Every time I see a picture, every time I see any of that, so bro. It never stops, bro. So, bro, a day when you're feeling down, man, you hanging your head, bro. Just don't never, don't never forget, bro, that um, you never know who's looking at you. You know what I'm saying? You never know uh-huh. who you inspiring and who the fuck like who's just who can who's who who you made who your natural energy just Absolutely. fucking motivates. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, and we real. get down through yeah. this. We'll be down through this. There'll be some days where we're fucking down. Just fuck it, bro. You know we got to know people feed off our energy too. You know you a leader, bro. Yep. Motherfuckers look yep. up to you, especially still in that jujitsu shit. So just stay on it, bro. I love you. I promise, hey, I will call you more. This number I called you on isn't my real number. I'll call you on my real number here soon. I'll text you my name so you can have it. Hey, tell everybody uh tell everybody I said what's up. When you see your daughter again, bro.
1: Uh, I'll get her back
2: on the 10th of
0: December. Well, damn it. Let it, let, let, free baby milky. I've been saying, hey, it's already in the making. <laughs> right. You know what time it is with me, man. That's funny. That's <laughs> That's funny. It I'll, is. Never, I'll never forget that, bro. Hey, uh, dog, it's funny how life plays out sometimes, ain't it, bro? I love I you, know, man. Ain't. Call me, bro. I'm going to text you my name, bro. You just, All whenever, right, bro. bro, text me. Let's keep in touch, bro, please. Sounds good, buddy. Take All thanks, right, family. Man. Nice talking to you. All right, family. All right, man.